Incredible edibles start with Loran. Professional bakery emulsions, super strength flavors, and candy mixes from Loran make it easier than ever to create your own delicious edible experience. Bite Me listeners in the contiguous 48 receive 15% off their order at loranoils.com. Just enter Bite Me 15 at checkout. For listeners outside the 48, email customercare at loranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. Hey everyone, welcome to Bite Me, the show all about edibles, where you take control of your high life. I just want to say welcome. Uh, Thank you for joining me today on this exploration of edibles and why they're so fucking fantastic. And before we get started, I just want to let you know that this podcast is brought to you by cannabis. If it wasn't for cannabis, we wouldn't be here. And I just want to give a big shout out to the plant that we all know and love and have treated so badly for so long, so, so long. We're so, so sorry, collectively. I'm in Canada, though, and we're making changes. It's a little bit slow, kind of painful, but we did legalize weed last fall. Very exciting. Uh, It's still very difficult to get weed from your government supply, uh, your online shop. That's changing. But you know what? Anybody with um, any kind of je ne sais quoi or resources or whatever can easily find still really great weed on the black market. It's probably actually better anyway. So anyway, the landscape is really changing. And I think because it is, you're getting more and more people who are interested in learning more about cannabis and how they can incorporate it healthfully into their life, into their lifestyle. And edibles is a really safe way to do that, I think, that I think... I think people find less intimidating perhaps than smoking. If you can roll a joint, that's great. But for some people, the whole idea of like a bong or like these dab rigs or any of that stuff, it's intimidating. And so people who are just dipping their toe in and want to explore a little bit, edibles can be a really great way to do that. So I'm hoping that I can help you if you're just uh, discovering edibles or cannabis and you're wanting to learn more. I'm hoping that this can be, this show can be an education, educational resource for you. And if you're a lover of edibles like you are myself, I hope you're here because you love to think about and talk about edibles and you want to uh, learn more about how you can easily try some new recipes or learn some tips and tricks. So so yeah, so a little bit about me. I, I've started this podcast because I love podcasts for one. I listen to podcasts as much as I can. Probably I list, definitely listen to them more than I listen to music, though I go through phases. And I also love edibles. So it seemed like why not? Why not start something where I can help people learn more and love edibles like I do? And one of the reasons I got into edibles, because like I said, I don't really smoke weed, is because uh, I was growing some weed. Long story how how uh, I ended up growing weed when we uh, I wasn't really smoking it, but anyway, that's a story for another day. I was growing it, and when you grow weed, as you can imagine, you have all those like uh, you have the shake and the popcorn buds, as I call them, and you've got sugar leaf, and you can either throw it away or compost it or whatever, or you can use it. And I'm a sort of waste not, want not kind of person. It seems like a waste to get rid of it all when you could make it into something else that will get you high. And so my husband and I made our first batch 
of weed butter. And it was a painstaking process that kept us at the stove for several hours one night, but it actually turned out pretty good and we were really excited about it. And I then used that butter to make cookies or brownies or something. I can't quite recall. And we got pretty high from those and it was great. One of the reasons we like edibles so much, I I shouldn't say we, I definitely eat them a lot more than my husband, but is that um, it's a different high. It's definitely a different high, especially if you're not somebody who smokes weed all the time like we are. It's definitely a different high. And I think it, that's another reason why people are interested in edibles. You, if you might feel differently, if you do, hit me up at bite me podcast at fastmail.com and we could discuss it more. But I think that's one reason why people are pretty interested in, in edibles. So that's how I basically got started is just trying it out and finding that I liked the high and it was, it was fun to be honest. And I do like to cook. I like, I already like to cook and bake. Uh, Well, actually, who am I kidding? The only thing I bake are things that get me high. So I don't know if that's totally true. I like to bake high goods and I do like to cook. So incorporating edibles into my lifestyle is pretty simple for me, but Um, I'm hoping to help you find the same joy. So why edibles? A lot of people ask me this. Okay, actually, nobody's actually asked me that, but you might be thinking it out there. And I think there's six reasons why edibles are better than smoking. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but here's my reasoning. Um, One, they're more discreet. You don't have to go somewhere. You don't have to go to a designated smoking section. You don't have to worry about stinking up your room. You don't have to worry about offending anybody. You don't actually have to let anybody know you're about to get high when you're eating it because you're just munching on a cookie and no one's going to think anything of it. So it's more discreet in terms in those terms. Number two, uh, depending on where you are, this may or may not be as factual, but I think they're less expensive. I think it's a less expensive way to get high, especially if you're making your own. And we'll get into that in a second. But if you're making your own, it's definitely less expensive because a batch of cookies that you make from, you know, some of the shake that you have is it's, yeah, I'm doing quick calculations in my brain and beep, 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 beep. Yeah, it's definitely less expensive. Number three, you control. You're more, you're more in control. You're in control of what you want to make. You're in control of the dosage. And you're in control of the ingredients that you use. So, you know, if you want to make the best cookies you possibly can with the most expensive ingredients, you can do that. Or if you want to fucking find a way to infuse your craft dinner, you can do that too. The choice is yours. But you decide not whatever you're at the mercy of, of at the store and what they happen to think you might want. You get to decide. Number four, I think it's a better high. Uh, I find that it's a great body buzz. It relaxes you. If you're looking for that evening relaxation, it's great. And for me, it still allows me to carry on a conversation with people. So unless I'm getting like, unless I've gotten really high, for the most part, I have no problem talking to people while I'm while I'm high or anything like that. And that's the marked difference between that and for me smoking it. So people who aren't huge pot smokers might find that they enjoy it more. It's a little less intense than smoking. 
Number five, it's a longer high. So more value for your dollar, maybe. (laughs) See how I tied it back into that number two, less expensive? It's a longer high. So sometimes this has advantages and disadvantages. The advantage is you eat that cookie or whatever it is you're eating, and you'll be high for several hours. Uh, you do have to be careful. You have to factor that in sometimes. It takes about an hour for it to kick in, give or take, and then you're high for several hours. So you kind of do have to factor all that in. But I often think that also makes people consume more uh, more intentionally because because it does last longer and it takes longer to kick in. So you have to think about it. Like, you know, you got to th- time it all out. And I think that makes people more intentional. And I think anytime you're doing something that alters your state... Being a little more intentional about it is probably a healthy thing. Which brings me to number six. It's healthier. It's healthier because you're not smoking something. And I know people have been smoking pot for millennia. But if you're a chronic smoker or you're using a bit of tobacco in your your joints, your bowls or whatever, I think even a little bit of exposure to that smoke is probably not that great for you. As someone myself, I'm asthmatic, so I avoid smoking anything. So I find for that reason, it, it's healthier. So if that's not enough reasons for you to want to try edibles or test them out or even use them, you know, have them in your arsenal is something you can do from time to time when you want, then I don't know what is. Uh, some of the other things I want to do on this on this podcast is I want to also hopefully get your questions that I can answer. I have been playing around with edibles for quite a while now, and I've gotten pretty good at making edibles that not only get you pretty fucking high, but they don't taste green. And that's one thing that a lot of people don't like about edibles is you buy that, you buy it from the store. I don't know what it is. I don't know what part of the process they're using, or maybe it's the chemical process of how they're infusing the fats or whatever it is they're using for the recipes. But I find a lot of the store-bought ones taste very green. And if you've ever tried one of those, you know what I mean. They, they, there's always that sort of reminder in there that you're eating a weed cookie because you can literally taste it. And the stuff that I make at home, you don't, you don't taste it. You're eating it and you're like, damn, this is a fucking good cookie. And then you're like, yeah, I'm going to get high in an hour. And uh, that's kind of nice. So I can help you do that too. And if you have questions, send them in again at bite me. Uh, the email address is bite me podcast at fastmail.com. And if you send in a great question that I think might benefit other people, I'd be more than happy to share it on this show. And yeah, hopefully provide an answer that will help other people as well. So feel free to send in, send some things in. So, of course, most people who have any sort of experience or know anybody who enjoys edibles probably also knows that um, it's you have to be careful because you can get too high. I think we all have that one friend or we all have that one story or something where somebody was just like, well, you know, I ate, a, I ate the head off this gummy bear and I was so fucked up that, you know, I called my one or whatever. Um, we're trying to avoid that happening. You don't really want that to happen. It's a painful experience. It's happened to me. I'm very cautious though. So I think it happened like maybe once or so when I first started playing around with edibles, when you get too high and you're like, oh my God, I think I'm going to die. Uh, a very unpleasant feeling. You can laugh about it later. 
I have laughed about it later. My husband did it a couple times as well. We have certainly gotten a lot of laughs about that later. But when you're like hour two in and you know you're going to be high probably for another couple hours and you are so fucking high, you think you might be having a heart attack or you're going to die or whatever. And you're like, I'm going to be the first statistic ever. Um, Well, you can rest assured that you won't. You won't be the first statistic. No one's ever died from consuming marijuana or cannabis or smoking it either. So you don't have to worry. But in the moment, it doesn't matter because you're too high to really think logically anyway. So you just think, fuck, I'm going to die. And it's an awful, it is awful, legit awful. So we're hopefully also going to uh, help people not do that because it's such a painful experience and not fun at all. So we all know somebody who has those stories. So half the battle is dosing. And if you take anything away from this podcast episode today, it's that you go low and you go slow. And there's no fucking shame in that. Anybody who's just like, yeah, well, you know, I fucking had this, uh, this cookie and I said I'd eat five of them. Well, if you get too high, you're a fucking idiot. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe you didn't do that on purpose, but I actually have done that. So I can't really say anything. But damn, the cookies were so good when they came out of the oven. But fuck, I really did uh, regret that later. But dosing is so key. And if you go low and go slow, then you're not, gonna, you're not going to overdose, essentially, which just means you're going to get way too high and feel like you're going to die, as we mentioned before. So that is my advice for today. If you get a cookie or an edible or something from somebody and they're not telling you to go low and go slow, be wary of any advice that they give you because I understand that people's tolerances vary so much. And just because you smoke a lot of weed doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be able to eat a lot of weed because they're very different. They're processed by the body differently um, and they affect you differently. So, And then somebody who just generally speaking has a low tolerance to say alcohol or weed or anything, caffeine maybe, or, you know, there's all kinds of factors you have to take into consideration when it comes to dosing. So... I often give people one of my my homemade cookies. I'm like, depending, start with a quarter cookie. Most people I suggest a half a cookie and that's fine for most people to try out with. But there are some people I know that I would say, start with a quarter cookie. You can always eat more. You can always be like, well, that didn't do anything for me. That did fuck all. And then next time you eat a half a cookie and you see how that feels. And then you're like, well, that was great, but I'm, I think I can handle a little more. You do the full cookie. Wonderful. And if you're a beast, then you might be like, fuck yeah, man, I want, uh, I want two cookies. I want to get really high. So experimenting with dosage is so important. But once you figure it out and you can find that sweet spot, it's fantastic. So the advice today, what is it? Go low, go slow. No shame in that. You'll be better off for it. So what we're going to be talking about next week you want to make your own edibles? That's great. Uh, it, they're not hard to do, but they're a multi-step process. And the first step that people often forget is to decarb their weed. Decarbing is short for decarboxylating. It's some kind of uh, sciencey shit that works. And next week's show, we're going to talk about that and how that can make a real difference in the potency of your edibles. And if you're going to go through all the trouble of making some edibles, then you might as well 
you might as well do it right, right? Why half-ass it? Especially because if you do half-ass it and you don't do it properly, you're kind of wasting your ingredients. So you don't want that either. Fortunately, that's the kind of thing that you can do a bunch of all at once and then uh, have it ready for when you want to make your butters or whatever. But anyway, that's next week's show, decarboxylation, a fancy word for making your edibles more potent. We'll be getting into that. Hopefully we'll have our first Q&A if somebody sends in some questions at bitemepodcast at fastmail.com. I'll see if I can go over some of those. And until next week, uh, happy munching. Talk to you later.